we said it. Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Now We Said It. I'm your host, Quisha. How are y'all doing today? I'm doing very okay. I feel like every time I come on here to record, I'm on my period. <laughs> but um, here I am, drinking some ginger tea with a little CBD. And I'm ready to talk about the housewives, y'all. We definitely have some news up front to talk about before we dive into the episodes. So let's get right into it. First off, New York. The trailer dropped today. Um, today is Tuesday, March 23rd. I am so excited. It looks so good. We have a new housewife, Ebony. I mentioned her, I don't know, a couple of months ago or whatever. Um, I'm very excited for her. It looks like she gets into it with Ramona and Luann. <laughs> I've been waiting for somebody to check Ramona. Leah did a decent job, but I feel like Ebony is really going to come in and bring it for us. It looks like she's doing a lot of work, okay? That trailer looked really good. There was a lot of screaming. Oh my god, y'all, something just moved behind me. There was a lot of screaming. We saw, or we get to see, yo, we get to see Leah's new boobs. So that's exciting. They look really good. So speaking of New York, um, you may or may not have seen the news that Tinsley and Scott have broken up again. It looks like for good this time and it looks like it was Scott's call. <sighs> Y'all, I just feel so bad for Tinsley. She wanted that fairy tale so bad. Listen, I knew her moving to Chicago was not going to be enough for him. I'm so curious as to what caused the breakup. From what I read, he already has a new girlfriend and he tends to, from what I read, from what I read, he tends to get a new little girl, little lady friend every time they break up. Tinsley should have known if you have to break up this many times, it's just not going to work, especially at their age. Not saying that they're old, but they are old enough to know if a relationship is going to work or not and that coupon king cut it out okay he was playing with her emotions dragging her along wasting her damn time i knew it from the beginning he was trash okay so you know wishing the best to tinsley and her embryos hopefully she finds her prince charming she wants love so bad and she definitely deserves it it's so sad y'all what about dale how is dale doing somebody check on dale also bethany after eight years has finally finalized her divorce with Jason Hoppy. Y'all, I forgot. <laughs> I knew, well, I didn't know. I, I was just, you know, you put that kind of stuff in the back of your mind because it's like, there's no new news except for Jason being a constant piece of trash. After eight years, they finalized their divorce and on the exact same day of the divorce finalization and the New York trailer dropped, dropping. Bethany also announced that she is not only back together with Paul, her, the dude that she had been dating and broke up with recently, but they are engaged. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how strategic was the planning of all that news on the same day, Bethany, the same day B. I am so disappointed in Bethany. I've mentioned it before on here, but I always had a soft spot for Bethany. She was the housewife I have always been rooting for. I think Bethany was funny, I thought. And then she came out with that ignorant ass tweet about Meghan Markle and I just, I cannot stand any longer. I cannot stand, I'm sorry, the B, bye. It makes me sad though. I was always one of those people that was still rooting for Bethany. I just, I loved her on the show. I wouldn't mind having her back on New York, but she needs to wake up a little bit and realize what she is saying. You need attention that bad, Haney. So congrats to her, I guess. I don't know if there's any other news that came out. 
Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to talk about it. Let's get right into, because I don't have a lot to talk about with Dallas, y'all. The new episode comes out tonight and I'm not staying up to watch it because honestly, it's so boring. I don't even have notes from the last episode. I just have a few little points here. Speaking of, since we just talked about a little bit of news, let's talk about Brandy's husband cheating. What's his name? Brian? Ooh, Brian. I saw the video. It's you. It is him in the club all up on some lady kissing her. We already have the rumor going around that baby Bruin and I think the new baby are from his cheating. That's what I said y'all and that's what I heard. Really y'all just happen to find, I mean I know there's a lot of variety of babies out there for adoption but these two new babies sure as hell look a lot like y'all or like him. We'll never know because she left the show. <laughs> I wonder if she's gonna be at the reunion though. And I wonder if this is the reason why she left the show because of all this news. Now, I also heard that apparently they're going through it right now, which is, of course, very understandable. He, the news of him cheating has gotten out. So I heard that he's getting ready to like leak some embarrassing footage of Brandy. It's like, we've already seen enough embarrassing footage of Brandy. I wouldn't be shocked by anything. So... I mean, will I watch it? Absolutely. But you know, I'm not, I'm not surprised. So as for the last episode of Dallas... I'm really getting tired of Tiffany. I like her as a person, but her storyline is so damn dry. I do not care about you getting one day off of work, working four days instead of five. I guess congratulations. Like the way that she drugged that out for two episodes was very unnecessary. I understand she had a, you know, overbearing mother, but girl, what do you want us to do now? you are successful now you it doesn't seem like you're going to confront your mother because y'all say you say that y'all just push stuff under the rug so leave it under there I don't want to see it under that rug I'm just gonna walk right over it I'm running I want to walk over it to a better storyline because it's very boring and I don't see where she's going to get too much into the drama because I don't see marriage issues her husband seems pretty cool they seem solid enough although she seems like a lot to put up with mm. other than that like I don't know she has a problem like every time she gets confronted she's crying so it's like uh, yeah I don't know if she's gonna stay around much longer I maybe I see her last in maybe one more season now Deandra Deandra I love a drunk Deandra okay <laughs> she a drunk Deandra is so funny to me I love it um her going off on Mama D lets me know that she was lying Deandra was lying. Mama D was telling the truth because Deandra got so damn defensive about um, changing her name from whatever it was to Simmons. And Mama D said, the reason you changed your name was because you said that you would get further along in life with Simmons. And that is true. Cameron also confirmed that that name takes you far. Listen, there's nothing wrong with it. Clearly, Mr. Simmons was a part of your, was a big part of your life. I think he raised her. I don't know how old she was when they got, when Mama D got married to him, but I don't see a big deal changing your name and it I wouldn't be embarrassed to admit I changed my name because he is the person I call my father and um his last name can open some doors for me I don't know why that's so embarrassing to admit because what doors have been open for Deandra okay she has not done anything she has nothing to show for her last name mama d is pretty much supporting her lifestyle still who's buying hard day rough night or hard morning y'all know Who's buying that? So it's like, who cares that you changed your name? You didn't even do anything with it. And I don't like when people yell at their parents like that, like saying like, fuck you and you're a bitch. I don't like when people talk to their moms like that. It doesn't matter how old you are. It's rude. And y'all are from the South. You should know that girl. The Cameron and court stuff. Who cares? Sell the house. Don't sell the house, girl. I, 
I don't know what to tell you and I don't want to watch it. I feel like I'm the only person watching Dallas. Do y'all even watch Dallas? Somebody let me know. Let's move on to a juicier city, um, Atlanta. Congratulations to Cynthia and Mike. Their wedding looked beautiful. I heard nobody got sick, but still um, questionable, but okay, they did it, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what to say about it except for, I mean, uh, um, let me take a sip of this tea. I don't know what to say about it, y'all. Okay, so the latest episode was season 13, episode 14. If you've got it, hunt it. Y'all, this episode was crazy. It's like a lot happened and then not a lot happened at the same time, you know? So we see Kenya and Marlo hanging out at Marlo's. What is she doing? Is she just like renting out her clothes? I can't tell. Fallon joins them and invites them to her Halloween party at her house. Y'all, I can't stop staring at her boobs. Are those new boobs or are they just like permanently like up like that? They're definitely fake, but they look new, newly fake. She's beautiful. They just look very high and very hard, but I digress. Kenya is still going on about who fucked who at the party. Like, let it go, Kenya. You have enough of a storyline. You don't have to make it all about Bolo anymore. I know she doesn't want to focus on her marriage all that much, but you know you're on this show, so you do have to talk about your marriage in some capacity. Like, just talk about your marriage. That's all we care about. The drama with Mark is very interesting to me because Mark is a devil living amongst us. Him and Ralph, child. So Marlo ends up spilling the tea to Kenya about LaToya spilling her business, spilling Kenya's business at the niece party. Kenya's upset, rightfully so. LaToya is, <laughs> I'm gonna get on, on LaToya when we get a little bit farther into the episode because yeah. We have a semi-boring scene with Drew and her mom, Pastor Jeanette. The interesting part was, and the heartbreaking part was, Pastor Jeanette was telling Drew about when she was younger, she remembers, you know, having to deal with segregation and having to look for a colored restroom or a place to get gas because black people weren't allowed in certain places. I can't even imagine that nowadays. I mean, I kind of can because it's kind of still going on, but not like so obviously like that but to remember dealing with that has to make it harder for you know certain black people that have been through that to trust white people it's, it's hard enough to trust white people as it is you know certain white people but seeing that and growing up with that has to make it extra hard and then they start talking about how she has white people on her side but Drew was like, yeah, but they're not biological because then they say that her mom was adopted and that kind of loops into the story of how Josiah, Drew's son, who she had before she met Ralph and the father was in jail, prison jail, whatever, and now he's out and he wants to be a part of Josiah's life. I think that is very sweet and I think that they should take advantage of that because that doesn't happen very often. Usually those men get out and they just kind of want to live their own life and run the streets and but it seems like he's trying to step up and be a part of his life. Life, which is super sweet. Drew basically says she's kind of scared because she likes the situation that they have now because Ralph has accepted Josiah with open arms. But she also mentioned, I remember her mentioning um, in the earlier episodes that he sometimes treats Josiah a little bit differently. So now she's saying, I mean, I understand he's accepted him, but she did say that he treats him differently sometimes or she mentioned she said something like I just want Ralph to treat Josiah like he treats our other kids I, I remember her saying that so then we see a scene with Cynthia she's um having a little 
cute little lunch with Mike. They are officially married. They look so sweet. Mike mentions how long her vows were, y'all. The producers played her. Her vows were a total of nine minutes and 26 seconds. Oh my God. I don't, I commend everybody that writes their own vows, but I ain't gonna be able to do it. Let me just say the regular stuff, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> y'all, and then they showed a clip of Leon of Leon, Cynthia's baby daddy. They showed a clip of Leon wishing her, you know, congratulations. He said, I can't remember what he said. He said something like, you're an amazing mom. You're an amazing woman. And you're gonna be an amazing wife. Congratulations. The way he said it, it looked like it was an audition for like match.com. Like he wanted to be matched up with somebody. Leon smooth ass. Then Drew calls Cynthia to invite her on another girl's trip. They're gonna go on a private jet and Drew was like, I'm going to invite everybody, including Kenya, on the jet. Shady. Y'all, why is the top of Cynthia's pop socket missing? I'm very confused. They're like, only $10. Why don't you have the top to your pop socket and you're on TV? Mrs. Hill. So then we shoot back over to Drew's house. Oh yeah, so Drew mentions that they're going to New Orleans via private jet. Cute. Now we shoot back over to her house. Um, She's talking to Ralph about the whole Josiah situation. And I hate that Ralph is being the voice of reason here. He's talking sense and I hate it because I hate him. I'm gonna just leave it at that. Now, again, the boobs are catching my attention. I don't know if I've seen this confessional look on her yet, or I don't know, but she's wearing this pink blouse with like puffy sleeves and the boobs are like very constricted. They look like they cannot breathe and they are fighting to get out. It hurt my boob just watching that. Unbutton the shirt. So they go talk to Josiah about meeting up with his dad, making time to see his dad. Josiah's like, where is the sushi? Now, I love that. I'm, I, I love to see it. I love to see young kids eating sushi. For some reason, that is so cute to me. <laughs> Drew says, you can have sushi after we talk to you about possibly meeting up with your dad. He's not here for it. He said no like three times. As a telemarketer, you know you need to hear no three times and you need to leave it alone. <laughs> they try. He eventually says maybe. He goes, what if I say maybe? It was so cute, but I understand how he feels. I feel like once he actually talks to his dad, it'll be a lot better. But he's like, you know, getting up the, the energy and the courage to actually do that. And how do y'all feel about them calling his dad his old dad? He's like, yeah, you know, your old dad, very interesting wording and phrasing. I don't know if I like it or not. It, it just seemed very weird to me. I, I've never heard it put like that, your old dad. <laughs> like he a battery. So now we get to the Halloween party. Cynthia came dressed as hand sanitizer with her entire ass out. She looked amazing. All these booties are looking real right this season. I know they talk about quarantine weight. It looks like it's going in all the right places. All right. I'm just saying she looked amazing. And then Candy came dressed as a cheetah. I honestly didn't even really notice that was Candy. I think it's because of the face makeup. It just did not look like her. I'm with Portia. Miss Portia was confused as to who that was. Shamia came in as an astronaut. Um, all the ladies are complaining that there's not enough food at the party. Now it did look a little um, light. You know, Fallon's a little person. I don't think she realizes that, you know, these women got meat on their bones. They need to feed the meat, okay? That was not enough food. Then we see, oh my God, y'all, Kenya. She came dressed as a Native American. Oh, it just gave me flashbacks to Monique and Potomac, y'all. I, I immediately thought about that. Why do y'all think this is cute and appropriate? Because it is not. And then Kenya had the nerve. I saw she tweeted talking about it's in her um, heritage. No, it's not, girl. 
it was terrible. Drew came dressed as Cats the Musical. Latoya came dressed as a dead mermaid. She walks right in and starts being rude. She's like, um, oh, where are the drinks? Is anybody gonna serve me? Like, what? And then she said something like, oh, this is a nice household. This is what dating a 65-year-old gets you. Why do you have to keep attacking her? I really think that LaToya is jealous of Fallon. Fallon is extremely beautiful. Not saying that LaToya is not, but looking at somebody like Fallon, it makes you feel a little bit insecure, okay? She's always talking about like her money and her man. So I just think she's jealous about Fallon's whole setup. And it's like, how do, how do you come into somebody's home and just say things like that? And it's not like, I know her excuse is gonna be like, oh, I was just joking or that's how I talk. I'm true. No, no ma'am. That is rude no matter where you are from and you know it. So Kenya pulls LaToya aside to confront her about spreading her business child. LaToya is such a problematic person. Like I would never want to be around a person like LaToya, but she works on the show. She brings that drama, but I have a feeling that she might not be back next season because it doesn't seem like she's gelling well with any of the ladies and she's trying so hard to create a friendship with Portia and Kenya. The rest of the ladies don't really seem to be vibing with her all that well so I'm not sure if we're gonna see LaToya next season because her mouth is a mess. Portia shows up to the party she's dressed as a domestic cat. She said her suit her outfit was from Party City and you can definitely tell now everybody is clowning on the party because it's like there's nothing to do once you walk through the door the corridor or whatever because that's where all the scariness and excitement was but once you make it past there it's like okay now what? <laughs> Also, why were they the only ones at the party? Well, I know because of COVID and stuff. Um, There could have been a little bit more going on. I did see this one lady peeping her head around the corner. <laughs> I don't know who that lady was, but it was so funny. It was when they were in the kitchen and Portia had just got there when she was talking to Kenny. This lady was peeking her head around the corner. Who was that? <laughs> Let her join in the party, y'all. Y'all need some more people in here. Oh, and Fallon was dressed as Medusa, a very elaborate costume. You can tell she spent hours getting that done. She looked... It looked really good. So we get back to LaToya and Kenya and LaToya is now putting the blame on Candy for bringing up the alimony comment. Now Candy did bring it up, but it was just them. Well, Todd and um, Don Juan, but Candy didn't bring it up in front of the other ladies and Kenya had already told Candy and LaToya. So that's like something the two of them already know. So why would LaToya think it's okay to then go and say it to the people that don't like Kenya? I do agree with Kenya on that point. LaToya is just doing what she thinks a housewife would do she's just trying to keep the drama going it's very obvious that's what she's doing because she doesn't have a real excuse and blaming it on candy is only going to make things worse on for her wait till candy watches that y'all i'm pretty sure we're gonna see i mean i hope so i hope we're gonna see um latoya at the reunion she definitely had made enough of a presence oh i also wonder if we're gonna see tanya because i heard she quit like midway after the bolo situation i'm interested to see if we see more tanya throughout the season and i'm interested to see if latoya and tanya show up to the reunion and if so who were they sitting next to <laughs> so then latoya starts like laughing in kenya's face and she was like i can't take you seriously with that outfit on kenny was trying to get an answer out of her she was like why would you feel like you need to defend me in front of these tramps first of all i don't call them tramps girl i mean she did have a point it's like why would you think you need to defend me in front of them like i don't care about them you don't have to defend me in front of them that could go either way because maybe if latoya didn't say nothing now she didn't have to say anything about the alimony but if she didn't say anything then kenny would yell at her for not defending her so it's you know you got to be very careful with the way you try to defend these people child so that's when she starts laughing in her face and Kenya gets up 
and storms away. They get upstairs. Of course, Kenya and Portia don't speak. Latoya's ready to go. She's already offended Fallon and now Kenya's mad at her. So she was like, I'm, I'm about to leave. It's boring. This party's boring. Okay, girl. Her face makeup is falling off. <laughs> her face makeup is falling off. I noticed she was also like really sweaty around the lip. Why was she so sweaty around her lips? I'm confused. Portia's like, oh, do you want me to walk you out? And then LaToya asked Kenya to walk her out. And Kenya was like, didn't you just hear Portia offer to walk you out? Kenya is not here for LaToya at this moment. So LaToya and Portia go outside. They sit down at the steps and LaToya tries to, she tries to talk to Portia and explain to her, you know, what's going on with Kenya. And Portia's like, well, what does that have to do with me? That has nothing to do with me. Latoya's like, I guess Kenya feels some, some type of way because we kissed. It's like, no, Kenya is mad at you for talking about the alimony comment. And Portia agrees. Like, why would you tell me that lady's business like that? And I just think is missing the point. She seemed drunk and just not really making sense. I, I was looking just as confused as Portia was because Portia was like, huh? Baby, what? Like, what are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying? And then Kenya is ready to leave. Very interesting timing, but okay, girl. Um, she was like, Fallon, can you walk me out? Because I don't know the way to, um, the way I got in. I don't believe you. As Kenya and Fallon are walking out, of course, they see Latoya and Portia. And Cynthia has joined them also. Cynthia walked out with Kenya and Fallon. It's very awkward because it, it legit looks like they walked in on people talking about them, which they did. And everybody's like, what are y'all talking about? And Latoya makes a move to immediately get up and go. But of course she has to come back and be a goddamn mess. She was like, I'm leaving because the energy is off. And Fallon was like, well, that's because you walked in my house and disrespected my husband. And then Latoya starts going off even more. Fallon made some sort of comment like, I'm 31. I've had three boys before this age. And by this time, Latoya's like in her car, but she pops her head out and says, oh, by three different baby daddies. Like, why would you even say that? I really do feel like she's getting that. What is it that when the housewives were the friend of, they come on for the first season and they really want to try to like earn their spot either as a permanent friend of or even as a potential peach holder? This is not the way to do that. <laughs> this, is, this is not the way. Latoya is just so embarrassing. <laughs> even Kenya says that she's embarrassed by Latoya. She was like, I just can't believe she, this girl is acting like this. Fallon flips out. She starts going crazy and screaming. Y'all, then she ran through the house. Now the other ladies are sitting at the table, don't know what's going on. You got Drew, you got Drew, you got Candy. Who else was at that table? Shamia, they're just up there like, what's going on? Where is everybody? And then boom, they hear yelling and then zoom. Fallon comes running through the house child like a bat out of hell. She runs and grabs a golf club. <laughs> And she tries to go run out and beat LaToya with it, either LaToya or the car. Either one, she was being held back by producers and stuff. And you could tell she was extremely drunk at this point, Fallon. And they just kind of escort her upstairs. And all the ladies are like, well, that was uncomfortable. So they all left. <laughs> and that was the end of that episode. I... It was a decent episode. You know how they do saving all the drama for the end, but it was decent. So next week we see the ladies headed to New Orleans. All I remember seeing was a lot of booty popping, um, an argument over the rooms. I can't, I think it's either Drew or Portia is trying to basically make the ladies do something to get a better room and Kenny's not having it. And then we see Drew confront LaToya about her drinking. And then we see Portia and Marlo get into it about, I guess Marlo being friends with Kenya. I don't know, y'all, we'll find out. Well, it looked cute. They look cute enough. So that was Atlanta. All right, let's get into Jersey, another city that is 
bringing the drama. Well, light drama, but Jersey is very entertaining this season. I'm just gonna quickly, I have one comment or one note listed about the last episode, redo and rewind at the end where they have that little um cornhole event. <laughs> yeah, it looked like very close quarters wherever they were. I, I ain't like it. But besides that, Jackie is just, me think doth protest too much, okay? At first I was like, okay, cool, like, I understand, but now it's like she's going a little OD with the defending of the husband. Me thinks he guilty. Me thinks, <laughs> me thinks he really is at the gym doing stuff. He's doing stuff at the gym. I, I think he might be, shit. Just the way that she had to announce it every time a new couple arrived, like, we're just making sure that you guys agree that Evan didn't do anything. They're like, the fuck? We don't know, bitch. Like, I guess. Like, it's like, it is too much. And I understand, they mentioned, I listened to um, Bitch Sesh the other day, and they did bring up, which I agree with, is, you know, as a person speaking myself who suffered from an eating disorder you do like to have control over a lot of things and this is one thing that Jackie could not control so she's overcompensating and trying to get control over it but it's looking like you're guilty dead giveaway okay and like they also mentioned on bitch sesh why aren't we seeing what's going on in the household like I want to see the conversation she's having with Evan and they said that she probably is not allowing the cameras in because it's probably not a pleasant conversation and I tend to um very much agree very much she just seems like that type of person who to be yelling a lot and not want the cameras to be there filming that. But I would love to see it. I would love to see it. So that's all I have on the episode. But the episode I'm going to talk about was the latest one. New episode comes out tonight. Um, as y'all are watching. Well, and when y'all y'all are getting this on Wednesday. So tomorrow night. But tonight, the day that you're listening. Or whatever, y'all. Y'all know what I mean. Let's talk about um, season 11, episode 5, Kiss My Peach. Y'all, my first note just says, Jennifer's dad! Exclamation point. He is so cute. Oh my gosh. Jennifer's dad is so cute. I just, I just want to give him a hug. I do feel bad for her being stuck in between her parents having to try to cater to both her mom and her dad. I have a feeling that that has a lot to do with what led to her getting so drunk towards the end of the episode. I feel like she's under a lot of pressure and she's just kind of trying to hold it together. Also, you know, I'm sure her kids are home a lot who look like some bad asses. Them not helping her put the dishes away and all that stuff. First of all, that would not fly in a black household. You don't have a choice. She was doing too much. I really felt for her and them badass kids. Like, uh-uh. I do not like watching bad kids on TV. Like, it irks my nerves. And she just looks exhausted. Oh, my gosh. Uh-uh. No, ma'am. And then people ask me why I don't want kids. <laughs> Y'all, Frank and Dolores. I love them together. I don't want them to get back together. I really do like their friendship and their relationship. I just think it's so cute. But I am on the team that they should not get back together. I just like it the way it is. I love how she always likes to talk to Frank before she talks to David so he can like pep her up or something. <laughs> like I'm gonna go talk to my ex-husband about my boyfriend. I need some advice. Like girl is crazy but they are so cute together. Not her and David. Ugh. When she goes to David's house first of all she says refrigerator. <laughs> Y'all why won't he propose to her? He keeps saying he doesn't understand why he why she won't move in with him but she's made it very clear that she wants a proposal she wants a commitment before she moves in so why hasn't he given her that commitment i know why 
it's because he doesn't really want to marry her. There's nothing holding them back, even though he comes up with a million and one excuses. Uh uh, that's that's a sign right there that he is not gonna he doesn't wanna do it. You can't force these men. As much as we try, y'all, we cannot. And it's just so sad because every other aspect of their relationship seems good. He gets along with Frank. He gets along with Frankie Jr. Her mom loves him. But their relationship, I feel like it's one of convenience. I don't think Dolores, she might have even said it too. I don't think she's like head over heels in love with him. Like she said when she was talking about her mom, he doesn't beat me. He's a good person. Okay, but does he give you those butterflies, girl? Does he make you tingle down there? Oh, I think she did say he was good at sex, right? Or going down or something. I guess that's enough to say if you want to. No, that's not it. So they're just like, you know, arguing by the refrigerator. <laughs> and it's just, I don't like, I don't like watching him. I don't, I don't like him. So the group goes out to celebrate Joe Gorga's birthday. Melissa's sister Kim is there and her husband Joe. So many Joes. Y'all, this is the Joe that got completely wasted at the christening. Y'all should go back and watch that episode because that Joe showed his ass. It looked like they brought their own alcohol to the restaurant. Eh? Listen, I'm, I would definitely be down to do that because you know the bottles are like double, triple the price at the restaurant. So if you're allowed to BYOB, I'm down with that. But they have money. So why did they BYOB? Uh, y'all, Teresa shows up and she proceeds to talk about getting her peach kissed in front of her brother. Like, ew, I don't, ugh. don't talk about sex in front of your brother. It's very uncomfortable. It made my stomach hurt. Oh, so Margaret, um, then we shoot over to Margaret. She hired a ghostwriter for her book. Good for her for admitting that, um, cough, cough. Um, who was it? Carol. <laughs> it was the other housewife that had a ghostwriter said they didn't, child whatever so and she's going to talk about sleeping with she said okay now in the last episode she said she slept with one of her bosses but in this episode she said i slept with some of my bosses uh what i understand back in the day the times was different and does she seem upset about it to y'all then we see Teresa on the phone talking to joe judice uh finalizing their divorce very mature of them they seem to at least be putting it on for the cameras i don't know it looked pretty genuine like they're getting along so that's cute and it doesn't seem like he's going after her money which i respect he he already took enough from her okay then we shoot over to jennifer do y'all notice that her daughter always runs out of the room when jennifer gets on the phone with bill <laughs> where is she going why is she leaving everybody starts arriving at Teresa's pool party everybody's looking good hard bodies okay again joe i gotta hold on let me get the joes together joe gorga Teresa went down to the basement and got some pineapples and joe gorga says oh look at my sister with the pineapple she's talking to he's talking to frank look at my sister with the pineapples she said if you eat the pineapples you taste good down there Frank said, what? You taste good down there? Y'all don't don't mind my Jersey accent. It's not real and I, I'm trying my best, but I love it. I told y'all Jersey is my best city to watch for the accents alone. Refrigerator. I don't know. I do not love hearing Joe Gorga talk about his sister tasting sweet from pineapples. Like, ew. Uh, Teresa keeps bringing up Jackie, how she's glad she's not there. Okay, girl, shut up. 
I'm not liking this Joe Gorga and John storyline. It looked very much fake. John looked like he was ready for, for his performance. He was ready for his close-up. It just wasn't giving me authenticity, okay? Anyway, they make up over the money dispute, I guess. He just gives me the energy of somebody, like Joe Gorga said, you were just trying to ride my coattails. And John does give me that energy, but also Joe could have paid him, okay? You could have gave him a few dollars. Also, you should know better not to do no handshake deals with anybody named Joe from Jersey. Oh y'all, Jennifer is beyond wasted. They show her slowly getting drunker and drunk. <laughs> they show her getting slowly drunker and drunker as the party progresses on. Tequila Jen is out and about. She's in the pool. They're playing beer pong or whatever. She's taking shots. Bill is looking um, like he's not trying to notice her. <laughs> she's trying to pour water into her mouth, but she's not quite making it in her mouth. She's slumped over. She can't sit upright. The only person that seems to be concerned is Margaret. Bill is watching her from a distance and not moving. He finally came over. I think he didn't want to leave, but he eventually came over and took her drunk ass home. They had to carry her in the car, carry her to the car. She passed out <laughs> in the car, y'all. She was Schlump. Definitely the best scene of the episode. <laughs> and then they did a flashback to this to the time Bill did the exact same thing. They're a beautiful couple, y'all. Bill might be one of my favorite house husbands. I'm trying to think real quick through my little Rolodex. I think my favorite house husband might be Bill from Jersey. It's so crazy. He has come such a long way in my heart. <laughs> So that's pretty much how the episode ended. So next week we we see another vibrator. If it is it a housewives episode or franchise or season without a vibrator? So this is the appearance of the vibrator for Jersey this season. Jennifer tells the girls about Joe B. <laughs> about Joe B spilling the beans at guys night that he also had heard the rumor about Evan. Looks like they're at some sort of meal. Jackie finally agrees to film and Teresa is there and Teresa brings up that tea. Then it looks like Margaret attacked Jennifer. First of all, Jennifer was just saying what she heard. Okay, you need to talk to your man Joe about that because he did say that. So Margaret and Jennifer get into it. And of course, it looks like Teresa explodes again as usual. And she might get into it a little bit with Jackie. Jackie is going to explode next week when she finds out that Joe B., also spilled the tea. Oh, Jersey is going to be so good. I cannot wait to watch it. So those are my recaps, y'all. Atlanta and Jersey, keeping it strong because Dallas is the weak link right now. Um, New York is coming up May 4th. I'm so excited. May 4th, y'all. Y'all know I'm recapping it. I have to talk about it. All right. So that is going to wrap up this episode. Thank y'all so much for being patient with me while I make my return. This video, this video, this episode is coming out on Wednesday because Friday, which is going to be my new upload day, I will be at a funeral r.i.p cousin Corey. so after this week the episodes will be out every friday please be sure to rate and review you can email me at now we've said it at gmail.com all of that information will be in the show notes and description box thank y'all so much for listening <laughs> and i will see y'all next week bye but now we said it